2: and Amy, and Kristen, and today it is just us three. We have been so busy interviewing experts really in their fields to bring their experience and their um, opinions to the podcast, along with the evidence and data to support what they're saying. We always try to do that as well, because what we three have learned, and again, we came from across the political spectrum, What we learned is that you better search things out for yourself. You better diversify your sources. You better identify your own biases because they will blind you if you're not careful. You need to resist tribalism. Don't just believe what your tribe is saying or tells you to believe. And whatever it is you believe, try to base it in the most amount of facts that you can find to substantiate that belief. Because friends, who the heck knows what's going on in the world anymore? Right.
0: We are all confused as all get out. I mean, talk about isn't there a term called like the fog of war? Yes. Like literally, we are in this is it. Like just like we need more fog in our brain. Yeah, we've had a lot of fog and there's been a lot of fog and throughout the past couple of years that it's climate change. Whoo, maybe. <laughs> and, and and just like that, uh
2: COVID's <laughs> over, girls. Ta-da! Ta-da!
1: That's all we needed was a war. If only we knew. <laughs>
2: Did we not say this? So, do you remember? I think we've said it live on podcast before that we almost need like something external that it, that the United States is involved in to get everybody to stop making up crises, right? To stop making up issues or making problems worse that there needed to actually be actually be real problems that we could perhaps find some unity and agreement on as Americans. Now, I still don't think we found it because what are we seeing with the Ukraine crisis right now with what's going on between Russia and Ukraine? We're also seeing people start to jump on the tribal bandwagons again. Doesn't it seem like it?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Any reason to divide and judge and bully and hate. (laughs) I mean,
2: like if you say, okay, Like if you say, okay, yeah, Russia, you need to get out of Ukraine, let them be the country that they want to be, and get the heck out of there, which is what I think all of us on the surface level, we would say, absolutely, that's exactly what needs to happen. This is, let this country be autonomous. We don't believe in the invasion of other countries to take them over, you know, to usurp their authority, like that's totally wrong. But then again, I think what we've learned over the last two years is if our government doesn't, doesn't matter who's in charge, I think we we three have skepticism from both parties. If our government is saying one thing and the mainstream is saying the same thing, our, our skepticism is still there as to whether or not we're getting the truth about it all. And I think that's at record highs at this point. I'm seeing well, yeah, people don't I mean- believe any of it.
0: Right. And look at what we've been through over the past two years. Of course, we are going to be question. we were questioning everything. And I think it's the people who are not tolerant of the questioning. Yes. What's causing, you know, if you're already that tribal, that people who are just questioning Ukraine, questioning Russia, any part of it, whatever it may be, if it doesn't align with, you know, it's like i read this thing and it said the people mad at you for questioning this ukraine and russia situation are probably the same people who got mad at you for questioning the covid situation 2 years ago and it kind of seems like that's yeah what's happening which is really yeah. crazy like we can we can feel all the feels about what's happening i mean we're crushed and devastated by the things we're seeing and thinking about the moms especially and the babies and the animals like all these things but that doesn't turn our brain off mm-hmm. okay our hearts, we feel that with our hearts, but we also still can think. You have
1: to take the emotions out. And sometimes that's really, really hard. It is.
0: It is I Because mean, the media I mean, is going to drive you with emotion. They're going to drive you into your beliefs through fear-based emotion stories. Well, and, and there,
1: yeah, and, Well, there's always going to be evil people that start war, you know, or, and who knows if it's just evil people, but it's whatever the intentions are, but yeah. there's always there are always innocent victims that suffer for, yeah. for these decisions and it doesn't condone it at all. Like we, that is why, like, honestly, I pray for everybody because it's not yeah. the civilians that made these decisions. Just yeah. like there were innocent,
0: innocent victims throughout COVID. Right. Look at the
1: kids,
2: right? the innocent victims right. of COVID. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something I saw this morning on someone's stories. I don't even get to scroll social media much at all, but sometimes in the morning over coffee, I'll do it. And this morning I saw a friend who's on the left she's very much a a Fauci, Biden supporter. And she said, she was talking about supporting, you know, one of the things that bothered me, to be honest with you about Ukraine was when Putin called the Prime Minister of Ukraine a Nazi, when he is a Jew, whose family died in the Holocaust. And I just thought, man, that sounds like Semantics and using language to vilify somebody to somehow build your cause, and that's the same thing I've seen here in the United States happen. I hate that that kind of tactic. I think it's disgusting. So it's really bothered me, and and I have felt sympathetic as I'm, sympath- I'm, a, I'm a sympathizer with um, the Jews and the anti-Semitic movement. I am sympathetic towards it, so I watch it and I try to learn a lot about what's happening in that you know in that regard. And so I didn't like at all that that was supposedly said. But this friend said something about how, and remember, Trump called Putin smart, and I really thought about responding. Well, he is, and right. that isn't. I mean, let me. It just, doesn't
0: have to be connected. It yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be a work. A lot, lot of evil people. A lot of evil people are smart. Are smart. A lot of, a lot of evil
2: people are smart, and I wanted to say, here is where Putin is smart. He's doing this when the United States is the weakest it's been in fifty years.
1: That's called oh. strategic.
2: It's called strategery. <laughs> it's a strategy and I'm not, and listen, it's wrong. I think what he's doing is dead wrong. From all that I know, invading another country is wrong. And, and the United States has done it. I think it's wrong, I think it's wrong. I think everybody should mind their business. But I just, I wanna say, You know, Trump always, he didn't stick to a script, talks off, the, you know, he just says what he thinks. But I think there's a part of that that for me personally is refreshing because I trust someone who will say what they think rather than their carefully crafted language that's politically correct. I don't trust that. But I thought to myself, well, he is smart. He's doing this at a time. The first thing when I heard that he was thinking about contemplating invading Ukraine, my first thought is, I don't think this happens under Trump. I don't think this Absolutely. happens under Trump. And I remember a friend who didn't, who hated Trump, but she was a, she was conservative ideology. You know, her ideology was conservative. But she said, "I hate Trump. I won't vote for him." I think she'd voted for Hillary. She was going to vote for Biden. She goes, "You know, can you just help me understand why you would even consider voting for him?" And I was like, "His foreign policy was for me. I mean, people have a lot of criticisms about it, but look, Syria. We, you know, we ended that. We had Iraq in check." We had North Korea in check. Russia won't doing this over those four years, you know? And we we I, to me, I felt like Trump was more of we need to get our money and our and our resources out of needless stuff and need to focus on making America
0: great again. He was literally the only president in the past however many that over the four year term, zero war. Zero. Zero. And
2: I want everybody to remember um, Obama actually did more had more drone strikes I think than Bush. And I mean which is shocking, right? Because you're
0: like, shoot, we were Shocking, probably because they didn't really talk about it. Too no. Much and, and and
2: also I think the three of us would argue that we think even you know after 9/11 we rushed over to have a response based on weapons of mass destruction that were never found. So we questioned that. I think. Uh, but at the
0: time, we were all in. Like I was right. all in, you know, because we were all right off the emotion of 9 11. Of course, yep. we're like, go get them.
2: Go get them. Go, um, go get them. But I and think. And then now, over time, you realize. Well, hindsight, right? Hindsight's 2020. And look at, look at Vietnam. We now know that a lot of what was going on in Vietnam was not as it appeared. And there's even, and I want to fact check this because, but I have read this, I just want to go back to finding the original quotes, but you, know, John F. Kennedy, they say that was one of his first objectives was, I mean, he he did not want this war. And there were, there's people who have speculated, they think that contributed to him being killed. You know, he, he didn't like, he was gonna, he was addressing what the mob, he was talking about this, you know, Um, this kind of crime he was he had made a lot of enemies and one of them was he didn't want to be in this war and and there was another quote and I want to say Oliver Stone covers this in a documentary where where Kennedy in his first year presidency said I now realize I'm actually not the one who's in charge because Mm -hmm. he had issued orders that weren't followed and I think that again y'all again (laughs) We are now just have learned, we better all question. We better all search for answers and we better all think for ourselves and you better drop the tribalistic you know, tendencies. And it's easy for us all to do because it feels better to not feel alone, but be willing to think for yourself and not follow just what the people around you that you agree with on other things are saying. Because at this, at this point, there's so much money and power at stake. I'm just not sure we can trust anything. Well, and I think
0: I've learned that like war, I've learned that war is just like the pharmaceutical industry, like follow the money. War, war makes a lot of people rich. It's kind of weird to think about. And, but like it is a, there is a money component to it too, a financial gain in some way, which is so weird to even think about, um, that these are some of the reasons why these things happen have nothing to do with the, the. things that we think (laughs) (laughs) it's more about follow the money and that's probably why john f kennedy you know i mean it's bigger than him and but i just want to read this but i don't know if we're getting you know going to move on to so many other things we have to cover but with the with the ukraine and russia situation so all three of us don't claim to know be experts on this we've seen a lot we've seen a lot of theories we've seen a, a lot of people just jump into conclusions um I don't think any of us know the truth. And like Holly said, try not to stick to your tribes and try to like, just be open-minded about it all. But I saw this Instagram post today and I want to shout out is the girl named Blake. I don't even know who she is. Anyway, (laughs) she had this post and I guess she wrote it, but I I loved it so much. I wanted to share. Um, It says, just in case you needed a reminder, you can grieve the beginning of a war and innocent lives lost and still ask questions. You can challenge the narrative, ask how we got here, not believe everything you read and see, and simultaneously have empathy and compassion for the situation at hand. You can and should pray for the people of Ukraine. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing that. I'm just saying the two can coexist. Know that a very real war is beginning right in front of your eyes, but the reasons are likely not what the mainstream media is telling you. I reject both popular narratives you see floating around right now. One of is, this is not the time for politics. This is the time for prayer and pointing fingers, laying blame and calling people ignorant. I disagree with both. Why are we so incapable of nuance? I want to feel my heart and my chest breaking, watching mothers and fathers feel the blow of war. And I want to use my brain and not be manipulated and exercise discernment. Both are possible friends. You don't have to fall into a singular camp simply because the internet tells you to. Mm.
2: yes. Drop. Might drop. I mean that's our message right I think if all three of us had a message today that is our message is please be careful here and can I can we also say because many of you have been proven right in your conspiracy theories in the last few years in let's say lab leaks right I think now the mainstream's coming around to admitting yep yeah, probably a lab leak this is probably man-made um, you know the coronavirus so from the, the data that masks didn't work, and now they're kind of acknowledging, just saying that lockdowns were detrimental, that masking was bad for children. These are things that now the mainstream will acknowledge is true, that for a long time were considered false information. You were flagged as a, you know, a bearer of false information by the big tech, by the social media platforms. What we also want to caution everyone about is be careful about your speculations and try to keep them based in what you know you can prove because nobody wants to do anything more right now than discredit you from the things you've said in the past and to minimize your credibility. You wanna be super careful that you're not doing the very thing you've challenged your friends not to do in the last two years, which is stop believing everything you hear. Make sure you're not believing everything you hear on the other side too. We all have to continue to challenge and question everything. And that I believe in due time, that the truth is like a fire, it will burn its way out eventually, just like it has with COVID. So many things we now know, so many things we now know about these vaccinations and, and things that, frankly, we want to talk about real quick. You know what? Some things have changed while you've been focused on this war. And, yeah,
0: COVID's uh, over. If it's if it's you over. Know that.
2: Just like that. Just like that. So what did the CDC do, Kristen? Why don't you talk about that? I know you've been reading about that. What did the CDC do?
1: Well, I love that um, if y'all ever want to learn a lot about metabolic health and really good health and fitness um, tips and everything, Metabolic Mike is um, a great one to follow. It's metabolic underscore Mike, but I love um, his post that he did the other day, but it was actually a tweet from Kavita Patel, Dr. Kavita Patel, and it says, just like that, Within minutes, our map went from this to this. So obviously y'all can't see what we're talking about, but it was a map of the United States where wherever it was red, it had like high COVID cases. Let's see. Yeah. Country level COVID-19 community levels. Okay. But within minutes, within minutes, it went from almost entirely red to, I don't even see any red on it. It's yellow, green, and orange. And green is the lowest, medium is, ye- I'm sorry, yellow, high was, has high orange, I guess. So I guess they changed it to orange. Now they did have like, five different things in the legend legend and then they went to three colors in the legend mm-hmm. like it is shady it's just like them changing definitions it is i mean it's you have to pay attention these well, are well, things we need to like pay attention mask. to
0: they just got rid of masks on i swear i saw like on school buses they're recommending you don't have to do you know like oh, really yeah like oh. i just saw it. i'll have to look but i swear um, I saw new york
2: that. state new york. lifted its li- new york state lifted its mask mandate for children i believe is that right this week and new york city Removed the vaccine passport idea. I guess basically, which is saying you no longer going to have to show your vaccine card to
0: get in New York City to do anything in New York, That's York City. Interesting. So after all this, after all this, this is where we end up. Where are those seventy
1: thousand people that got fired? Yeah, uh, lost State. jobs. No, but I'm like, what are they going to do for them? Are no they going to apologies?
0: Be compensated?
1: No um, are they just finally following the science? I saw someone post the other day, it was so good. It was like, everybody keeps saying, follow the science, but you're following the scientist. You don't follow the scientist,
0: follow the actual science. I was like, that's it, that's it, right there. And Kristen, didn't you post some today, like recent study Oh shows (laughs) masks are, you know, (laughs) help uh, inhibit, you know, language for a recent study finds that masks may impact face processing. A study children (laughs) shows impaired recognition, like, recent study. I said I'm adding this to the things that we already knew. Yes. I mean told you so. Told I mean it's not that. that they're acting like this is all recent news and like this is recent findings and like we're just finding all this out. We're just finding out that we don't need to have masks anymore. We're just meanwhile. Oh wait
1: here's another thing and then Iceland and then I want you to play when we're talking about perhaps natural immunity, that people thought that was a conspiracy theory all of a sudden. Right. So I wanna at least read this to you. And then we have a, a video from one of our favorites, Mr. Uh, or Mr. or Dr. Bill Gates. Um, <laughs> no doctor, uh, he is not a doctor. <laughs> <teacher. laughs> if you Google, isn't that where if you Google the doctor, Very most popular doctor. doctor or powerful doctor, Bill Gates comes up. No. no. I'm, should I, I'm should I so ask Alexa? Okay, but listen, um, so this was in Reuters. Um, This is February 23rd. ISIM will lift all remaining COVID-19 restrictions on Friday, including a 200-person indoor gathering limit, yada yada, said widespread societal resistance to COVID-19 is the main route out of this epidemic, the ministry said in a statement. To achieve this, as many people as possible need to be infected with the virus as the vaccines are not enough, even though they provide protection against serious illness. Huh.
2: So basically they're saying, let's all get together and let's make sure everybody's gotten this so we can get, get greater herd immunity because natural infection is not only going to help everybody, you know, it's going to make sure everybody's continues to get it, but it's, it's the most robust immunity you can have to COVID is to just contract it.
1: Well, and, and they're doing this and what's also, yeah, exactly. And what they're doing this y'all, just so you know, in the height of their, it's the greatest surge in their infections right now. Okay. And they have an 80 to 90% vaccination rate. So not only do they have that many people vaccinated, they have the greatest surge and they're ending all lockdowns in the top of their surge. And they're admitting
0: it's because people are done. Yes. Okay. So like they and said, the vaccines don't work. I love this. this is Oh, you're lifting mandates because the science changed. That's a funny way of saying people finally stood up to the tyranny.
2: Yep. No, that's exactly what's happening. And honestly, I mean, again, if you can affect someone's bottom line, they are far more motivated to act in a certain way. Right. And, and as long as they could get away with making all this money off of mandates and off of lies and covering up data and continuing a narrative and feeding a narrative and make sure the mainstream followed it. And all these bought scientists followed it. And these doctors not forget The midterms doctr- are coming up, too. Well, and doctors who couldn't pull their heads out of their asses long enough to look for themselves and have an open mind. I'm sorry, but I am pissed about that still. No. Because I think you have a duty and a responsibility to listen. And I'm sorry that your arrogant tales couldn't, couldn't figure that crap out. But I hope I had a doctor this like two weeks ago, tell a friend of ours. And um, I know he's a listener to the podcast. So I'm going to say, told a friend of ours. Cause they said, well, what supplements are you taking? And he said, vitamin D. And he told him, doesn't matter, doesn't do anything. And then he, when he told him he didn't get the shot, he said that he was selfish for not getting it. This wow. was two weeks ago. And i so needless to say, our friend won't be going to that doctor anymore, but I wanted to message the doctor and say, um, I'm sorry, would you like to catch up with us in 2022? Here's all the science that proves the vitamin D supplements and making sure your vitamin D levels are significant factors in fighting COVID. And also, he's not selfish. He's thinking for himself, and he was at no risk of dying of COVID.
1: And here's I the other never thing. have a doctor just flat out say that. I, 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 with flat nothing, out. no evidence to back that up not more evidence to go against that
2: right now the fact that
0: they are still saying it in in (laughs) in march of about to be march of 2022 there's still this is still what they believe and
2: and that you would shame your patients for for, right i hope they lose all their patients Mm -hmm. i would be out of there so Mm. right but i mean i i'm so I, i i'm just i'm so sick of it i'm just so sick of it and And again, I think what will help the situation is is when we as a society stop turning doctors into gods and expecting them to have all the answers, and that we can delegate the responsibility of our own health to a doctor. Just like you can't delegate responsibility for your kids' education to your teachers. You can't just assume that the, quote, experts, that, that we're in the best of hands of the experts because the experts... They aren't the be all end all. And let's be real. We now know they're bought. Science is bought that money and power have too much influence in our society. That's
0: just the truth. I don't know what to tell you if you don't see that yet. I mean, they're they're tied by protocols. Their hands are tied by protocols. And we've learned that not just in COVID, but even when we had the conversation with Brent, you know, like insurance companies, all of it. You can't trust a doctor. I mean, to just be able to practice medicine in the way that you think that they can that's right, That's exactly right. Okay,
2: Amy, I mean, uh, Kristen, you mentioned Bill Gates, do you want us to play this video? Yes, please. Okay, here we
0: go.
3: You were ahead of the curve prior to the beginning of this pandemic. Where would you assess where we are today in beating Covid nineteen? Well, the uh, you know sadly, the virus itself, particularly the the variant called Omicron, uh, is a type of vaccine, that is, it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity, and it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with vaccines. If you do uh, SERO surveys in African countries, you get well over 80% of people uh, have been exposed either to the vaccine or uh, to various variants. And so, you know, what that does is it means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and, uh, having obesity or.
1: Oh, he says elderly obesity, I think diabetes. So essentially, sadly, sadly, why is this sad? Okay. Probably because sadly this variant is, uh, doing a better job than the vaccines that he wanted to get his investment, uh, a return on his investment. Um, And when he's talking about the seroprevalence in Africa, in African countries or other countries, talking about either vaccinated or variants, that is right there admitting natural immunity, okay? That's either or. This is what the definition is. You can have immunity from having the virus or the vaccine, either or, not just one of them, okay? And lastly, he admits that the severe disease is mainly in those that are elderly, obese, diabetes, the highest risk factors. We're gonna add this one to what we've been talking about and saying for two years.
0: (laughs) So can we ask why then, like why was natural immunity dismissed for all that time? What do y'all think the reason was?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, just think, just think,
0: just
2: think. There was an agenda to, well, it's the same reason that they suppressed the medications and they didn't want treatments is they wanted to push everyone to this vaccine. It's the only thing that seems to make any sense at this point, is that, I I mean, again, can we prove this conclusively? No, can we come up with a better explanation? No, that's the one that makes the most sense right now is that the whole reason that we couldn't talk about natural immunity, that it wasn't even counted, it wasn't even discussed. It was, and it, God forbid, you didn't, they do something when you hashtag na- natural immunity for a while, they were suppressing the
1: posts. They didn't want you to talk about it. Who does not want us to do that? And we even did a reel saying that, remember they they sent, um, I think it was ICANN, the Informed Consent Action Network sent an FOIA request um, to the CDC about natural immunity and they admitted that they had not tested it. Yet, yep. if you go to brownstone.org, I believe, yep. they have hundreds of studies on natural immunity. Yep. And so there's so much to support that, but not the other. Yep. Yet, why, I, it still blows my mind that they want anybody who's going against narrative to provide evidence, and they do, but then they don't accept it. Yet the CDC, whenever they reach out, any spokesperson from our government talks about anything, they don't have any studies to back it up
0: meanwhile That's we fired doctors nurses firemen military professionals yes. who probably <laughs> had natural immunity mhm yeah but because they didn't get vaccinated on top of their natural immunity they lost their jobs and now we have less military less healthcare workers well, I'm mean,
1: not like lawsuit crazy, but where are the lawyers
0: that yeah. can take this? Crap on? This makes it. me want
1: well, to go. You, to law
2: you guys know they threaten lawyers and they threaten to revoke their licenses for pursuing these kinds of cases. So these wow. big firms, these big firms are discouraged, apparently discouraging their their you know, lawyers from taking on these kinds of cases. I mean, I've heard lawyers say that. Like it's like taboo. Do go you, out on your own. Go on, on your own. own. Listen, there oh, are those who are brave, just like there's right. brave doctors and there's humble, right. humble. Humble humility is an amazing thing, right? But I just yep. want to just make a few points. Go and duck, duck, go some of this stuff, okay? Vaccines, the premise of vaccines were that it was the most beneficial to the person taking it, okay? The, the person taking it could somehow get immunity to anything, whether it's polio to to measles, mumps, rubella, to, to COVID. Like the whole idea behind a vaccine is to what? protect yourself, but we somehow started this way of thinking that a vaccine we took was to protect everyone else. Now, the way that it could perhaps in theory protect everyone else is it builds herd immunity. So you stop having the outbreaks, but I want everyone to go duck, duck, go this. I want you to go duck, duck, go polio outbreak vaccine shedding Africa, duck, duck, go it. I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna get pulled up. ABC news, UN says new polio outbreak in Sudan caused by oral vaccine. Uh, the Guardian, polio outbreaks in Africa caused by a mutation of strain in vaccine. Okay, so if you think that vaccines are, that you take that vaccine so you can protect everybody else, that is not the way it's supposed to work, okay? You take a vaccine for you. And for people who say, well, you need to do it to protect the immune compromise, honey, all of us that have immune, if we're immune compromised, we have to take care of ourselves. That's all we can do, because that is the only way. It's like Kristen said on, I think, our last podcast. Prevention, health, pursue good health for yourself now. That is your best way of fighting the odds of getting anything and everything, is just
0: pursue good health now. Well, and and isn't it true, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but we had more cases, more hospitalizations, and more deaths in the year of the vaccine than we did the year of yes. just COVID. No, that's 100% true. Okay, so the vaccine rolls out, more people get COVID, that's more right. people are hospitalized that's and right. more people died. So ha- where's, how do you make sense of that?
2: And, and let me also point this out before COVID when everybody didn't go all in and trusting vaccines with, you know, blindly trusting the efficacy and safety of vaccines, November 25th, 2019, just months, months before COVID, this is from ABC News. More polio cases now caused by vaccine than the wild virus.
1: Mm, wow! You well, this, wake up. And this was just posted too um, uh, today, I guess. January 2022 inpatient admissions were 13.6 percent lower than January 2019, mm-hmm. and that's on the StrataDecision.com. Um, another. Interesting note that we've got to remind y'all because we've talked about this is the inc- the 40% increase in mortality, all-cause yeah. mortality. Yep. That's what you really look at. That's yep. what you really need to be looking at because if we're actually doing something positive for our public health, that's what you look at. And we are not if we have yep. a 40% increase. That's exactly- you, gotta, you gotta question what is going on.
2: What's going what on? What is going on? You know? Well, meanwhile, while we've been distracted, um, with the war. And now we've got you know the CDC changing those parameters. You've got a Supreme Court nominee. Uh, I even saw some of the mainstream criticizing Biden for announcing that right as the war was you know beginning to unfold. He announced that he had, just like you said, he was gonna nominate the first black female Supreme Court Justice, Kintaji Brown Jackson. I don't know anything about her yet. I haven't had time to do any, any um, research into this. But I just want to ask you girls a question. I feel like when you're a white American that you feel like you can't say certain things or ask certain questions for fear of being called racist. And God forbid, if people think that you vote Conservatively, or if you don't want to wear a mask and you don't have the vaccine, you're or if you're protesting as a trucker in Canada, you're called a white supremacist because that's what people do when they cannot substantiate their argument against you. If they don't have anything really against you, all they try to do is discredit you and shame you by falsely accusing you of white supremacy. So I'm going to say all that before I say this. Did it bother y'all that he said I'm just going to find a black? Woman to be the Supreme Court Justice, did it bother you? Because it bothered me when they did that for vice president. Look how
0: she turned out. <laughs> well, it bothers me when you decide your choice based on race of any race. Thank you. So, or if we would have said, I'm gonna, the next one is gonna be a white woman, okay. Yeah. Well, what if there was a black woman? What if there was a Latino woman that had way more experience, way more credentials, was way better suited for the job? Just like, it doesn't matter when we are making decisions based on somebody, the color of somebody's skin versus their credentials. And their gender when everybody's talking about, you know,
1: don't base things on gender or is there a gender? Like they, like yes. so if he's saying that he's gonna do, why is that his main point? I'm all about. I want. I want somebody the best of the best. How yes. the best, hard time the did they the give job. Trump for? Um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting her name? Um, her name?
2: Amy, Amy, uh, every yes. Amy, yes. Uh, yeah, Amy, okay, Amy, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah. Um, it's, it's hard of a time is that, of course, you know. I think I think to Congress's credit, they they put her on through, and I think that was the right thing to do. And I think that might happen with Kintaji I know there's some um, moderates who were like, you know what, this might be a good choice. I hope she is. I hope she's a constitutionalist. She I hope she is, too. is. My gosh, please be a constitutionalist, please, because let me tell you, I think one of the worst we ever chose was under Bush. I'm sorry. What's his face? Um, the one that Bush nominated that I'm just ugh, I, I, I do not like him. I can't think of his name. Sorry, I don't know. Um, my brain. You all know I can't think of names unless I'm like googling. But um, here's the thing. If if someone had said I want to nominate a white male, I would have been like, that is so offensive. Like that yes. is so offensive. In the same way, I think it's offensive to say I want to nominate a, a brown female. With again, I, I was raised under Dr. King's wisdom. Okay, that was what I learned in school. God bless Win Graham and Mrs. Robinson, my fourth grade teachers who taught me, (laughs) who taught me history. Right Um, to my parents who raised me under Dr. King's ideology and said, "May you not be known by anything but the content of your character, not the color of your skin, not your gender, not your color of your skin, not anything, but who you are as a person." It's We've got to stop this. And this just goes right along with critical race theory that makes it all about skin color again. If you don't believe me, go do some researching on critical race theory and what it really is, not what the left is saying it is, but what it really is, what it's been since the
0: 1960s when it first came to prominence. Well, and the thing is, is that if you, just like the COVID narrative, just like the Ukraine situation, if you question this, if you say, well, that's kind of, why, why are they doing this, then automatically, like you said, Holly, yeah. you're, you, they're going to attack, you're a racist, you're, you're a white supremacist, you're this, you're that, you know, whatever emotional label they can put on to make you feel like you're this piece of crap for just questioning, yeah. what does that have to do with it? I mean, yes, it's nice to have a diverse court. Absolutely. I'm all about that. Yeah. But I also feel like narrowing down your choices before you even like interview, I don't know. Right, yeah. Yeah. Vet, you know,
1: why would you not say I want the best person for the job?
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, and it's just like how Black Lives Matter hijacked a movement for, for equality in America. They hijacked it and I'm pissed. I think we should all be angry at what they did.
1: Everybody should be angry.
2: Everybody should be angry and here's why. Because there is real racism in, in America, frankly, on all sides of the, of the equation. There's there's racism everywhere. But when you go and hijack a movement to bring more equality to black Americans, and you you end up not ever paying taxes, your leaders run off with money, get paid millions of dollars. The amount of money you raise, most of it's not going to the local chapters it's supposed to going to. And by the way, then when they're protesting, they're burning things down and destroying businesses. Right? This and is Black like, owned businesses. Yeah, many black of them are businesses. in the, yes. the
0: communities where Black owned businesses are. Well, Amazon Smile, you know, Amazon, um, they had the Amazon Smile where you yep. can attach your charity. They just suspended Black Lives Matter from their charity platform That's because right. um, they got kicked off because of their failure to disclose where tens of millions of dollars in donations it received nearly two yep. years ago have ended up.
2: Yep. That's right. So. And, and they're yep. supposed Robin to Where did it go? Good question. Where did it go? Where it's did gone. it go? And again, cousin, the, the the premise that Black Lives Matter is one hundred percent true, but the organization hijacked yeah. the phrase and and condemned and judged people when we said all lives matter because they do, but it doesn't minimize the fact that Black Lives Matter. But again, it's what this organization did to the movement. It it I will tell you that it hurts the cause. And that's why when you call a white person a racist for voting for Donald Trump, you make it easy for real racists to hide. Because if everybody's racist, how do you how do you actually sniff out the people who are truly racist? You see what I'm saying? It's it's you. We have to stick with what is true and stop using things like this to sensationalize things and make a profit or gain power from it. It's disgusting.
0: Follow the money. Follow,
2: follow where. Follow
0: the money, even though we can't follow where that money went. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, what about too? You guys, we talked about um, noticing when, when we. I want to go back to the. Um, yeah, we got to talk about that too. But the um, the mask situation. We we before we kind of move on from that, I wanted to mention. You know, we talked about how mask coverings for children was detrimental. That they need to see your face. It's a, It's part of that developmental mm-hmm. milestones or being able to read those facial expressions. What did we notice happen too in this last week or two? There was a change in the developmental milestones and it just quietly yes. slipped under the radar. What was that girls? Do you remember? I got to,
1: I got to find it. Yeah, the, the, American, the American Academy of Pediatrics changed the developmental milestones. And I, I can't quote exactly where it is. It's somewhere in our, I'll have to find it. Okay. But, um, but there, there, this is where once again, we have to pay attention to what's going on quietly. Yeah. where they're not gonna announce it. They're not gonna tell you, you know? that. And when they talk, talk about these new studies, when studies have been going on, they've known this, but it's yeah. just now coming out. You got to think, okay, what is the reason? What's the strategy? What's the benefit now, and, and, right?
2: And the fact that the, that they're claiming, the CDC claims it's not tied to COVID, which was hilarious to me. Oh. Like, really? really, because we've shown, I mean, the data showed you guys that IQ drops over the last two years in children of all ages. Like online learning, the changes that we, what we've done to our children is criminal. It's criminal, but developmental milestone changes for children have changed. They changed for the first time in nearly 20 years.
1: Okay, they said crawling is no longer a milestone. This has changed per CDC as of February 8th. Okay, crawling is no longer a milestone. Walking changed from 12 months to 18 months and talking changed from 12 months to 15 months, so.
0: And saying 50 words, I think. Yeah, that was something else with the um, words. Saying 50 words was uh, formerly 24 months and they pushed that out to 30 months. Well, I'll
2: submit something else
0: to you. That
2: the number of vaccines that children get in that age and that time period is what the most that they get in one year and they have little tiny baby bodies with adjuvants in them that are toxic for them to eat, yet we'll we'll inject them with it, right? Like you can't ingest these metals, but yet we'll put them in as adjuvants in these vaccines. And again, this isn't commentary on childhood vaccines, but what we do know is that as those things have increased and it could just be a coincidence, but as we've increased the number that we're giving children in that amount of time, in that short amount of time, we've seen a rise in autoimmune disease and autism and other learning disabilities. And I'm just, I'm curious if the children who, I would love to see this, why don't they study it? Why don't they study these children who were vaccinated on schedule for the first three years and and, and, and compare it to children who weren't vaccinated at all, or even children who delayed and waited until they were three, four or five years old. Look and see what their cognitive abilities are. Look and see what their overall health is. Because Dr. Paul Thomas studied it in his practice in Oregon, and he showed it. And that's why he wrote the vaccine friendly plan to help parents delay those vaccines and only get the ones where the risk benefit was there, because he believed they'd be healthier children that were that were developmentally where they should be. So even this makes me question if it's not tied to some of that as well. I'm
1: just well and I, and while we were on that, just to kind of give Candace um Owens a shout out, she did yeah. a great story the other day and it kind of was right along this. And we 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 can move on from this, but we will tell y'all she's gonna have a free, what is it, what is it on um, um where she had no parlor. Anyway, Amy, you'll find that, but she, these were some of the questions she said it would seem like common sense for big pharma to simply fund multiple studies into vaccinated versus unvaccinated children. If they wanted to debunk everything, why not simply fund studies showing that unvaccinated children have similar rates of childhood cancer, autoimmune disorders, etc.? They have refused to do this for decades. Why? Because they claim it would be, quote, unethical to, un, to enroll an unvaccinated children into a study that would deny them access to, quote, life saving vaccines. Mm-hmm. So she said that it just goes right along with what you're saying. Like, if they are so confident in it, right. then why not just show it? And there are so many kids that aren't vaccinated, right. whether they agree with it or not. What if Take they even practice. do a study on those? Just go right. check them out. That's right. You well,
2: know it's gonna hurt to check it out. why won't they study you gotta you gotta ask yourself in 20 years while they've seen the rise of autoimmune disease, peanut allergies, um, cognitive um, challenges in children learning disabilities immune, I mean I uh, mean autoimmune diseases skyrocketed childhood cancers. why don't they just compare the two groups and they say, well, it would be unethical no 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 ask I know friends who never vaccinated their youngest child and they will tell you their
0: youngest child is the healthiest kid sure they'll be happy to put them in that study yeah. check it out well that's how we're gonna get more trust yes. if they really want to establish trust then prove it to prove us it. right well, shout can, out. On, oh go ahead no go amy go ahead i was just gonna say candace owens um, she has a new kind of documentary series. I don't even know what she would call this show. It's yeah. called A Shot in the Dark, and she said, "In beginning in two weeks." And when was this that she put this it out? February nineteenth. So okay. probably, I guess, coming up here soon. Um, beginning in two weeks, she's going to be dropping a series. It will remain one hundred percent free to access for all parents going through the history and the truth behind every childhood shot on the schedule and more. The videos will be available exclusively on her Parlor account. Um, So she's gonna release the audio drops and the corresponding research documents on her personal, and she said, I will thereafter release the audio drops and corresponding research documents on her personal website. So we really just encourage y'all, pregnant friends, friends with babies, you know, just any parents and any parents, parents grandparents, just anybody. I mean, it's, listen, just, just open listen. your mind and listen, just, just listen. You don't have to believe, you don't have to believe it. But no. so why don't you
2: listen? And you have every right to do exactly as the CDC recommends and as your doctor might recommend. Look, do what you want. We're always just going to argue for the freedom to choose that. And and to be fully informed. And to challenge (laughs) you to be fully informed and to understand that you're probably not. That informed consent, just like Dr. Ravenel talked about in our our interview with him, informed consent is not given because most parents have no idea. They have no idea. Okay. Can we also uh, talk about Project Veritas? Um, I
1: mean... There's somebody who's actually doing some journalism and finding yeah. some real stuff
2: and yet they're gonna they're going to the fbi comes after him and then they try to discredit him and say you know i mean it's just it, it's such the playbook never changes does it it's right the same it's so predictable same crap day after day after day um but okay so uh i think amy you said okay so the us there was a us fda executive officer this is the FDA on hidden camera, and he talks about the future COVID policy. I, we encourage you to go watch the whole thing. I think it came out on February. Was it February 3rd or was that when it was recorded? I'm not sure. But anyway, I see February 3rd is the date. So it's recent, but take a listen to some of the things he's saying. Again, hidden camera. This is the uh, executive officer in the FDA, an executive officer.
3: Biden wants to inoculate as many people as possible. So you have to get an annual shot. I mean, it hasn't been formally announced yet. They don't want to like buy all their products. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies, they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of uh, uh, money going into their, their company.
1: So how do you know it's already getting approved?
3: Well, they're not going to, um, I mean, just from everything I've heard, they're not going to not approve this. Meet Christopher Cole, an executive officer at the FDA with over 20 years' experience who claims to be directly involved in the approval process of the various COVID vaccines. I think um, what's going to happen is it's going to be a gradual thing. Schools are going to mandate it. Why do they need the therapy? For the same reason you or I would need the So the three will bolster your, your system. And then there will be an annual, um, eventually an annual, just like the flu shot for the toddlers. Well, for everyone.
1: Okay, so the toddlers too. Then
3: we'll have to get. It Probably. Annually. Okay. I don't completely agree with their the process. What do you mean you don't agree with the process? Well, I mean they um, they don't have all the all the tests aren't there. Okay. So I agree with the thing that it is important to inoculate them. Um, but you can't provide the, um, the parent as much um, assurity as you normally want to. It's an way for all, all, um, all age groups, all designations, and then you have to get approved by specific age groups based on the study. Do you think it's really an emergency for the toddlers? Well, they're all approved under an emergency. The efficacy data doesn't have to be as high. Yeah, mm. the standard is on emergency use authorizations is that it does more benefit than harm. I thought their cases weren't that high for six what, month to four they're, year olds. They're not, but it, because it's um, related to COVID, it's under that approval process.
2: Did y'all hear that? It's under the approval process, meaning the EUA, the Emergency Use Authorization. So they see an opportunity to scoot all this stuff through to get it out to the masses. They are capitalizing on the opportunity to get away with this. He, this is the FDA. His, his, um, uh, his actual title is Executive Officer, Officer for Countermeasures Initiative. And this guy is, Christopher Cole, is telling you that the FDA, and he doesn't even agree with it, but they're gonna push it through. Why? Because they can.
1: Because they can. And, and to include kids on that, with with oh. they don't even have enough. He said, his well, not exact quote, but not enough to assure par- parents, right?" And that the kids are just kind of brushed under that blanket EUA, even though it's not an emergency. Yo, the, you have an emergency use authorization. Just for a quick emergency when they can't do all of the other things. We've had two years now, that's two right. years, and we now we have Omicron, which Dr. Bill Gates, I keep saying, you know, he's not a doctor, but that's what they said, um, has just said that, and Dr. Cole said it. So many people said Omicron is essentially acting like a vaccine that is yeah. Get blessing us it actually it's like the blessing in disguise i really yep. think that dr cole even said it was like the blessing to humanity omicron is because yeah. it's mild it's widespread highly highly infective, and now it's help, helping everybody get get it you know but now how are we still in the emergency how are we still in an emergency when there's this many people that have either been vaccinated or had the virus and we have no vaccine that actually has been tested on the new variants the old variants are gone I just don't understand how they can do this. And with these other treatments and therapies that are known worldwide, that's one of the four criteria yep. for each way is that there are no other therapies available. And there are.
2: But yeah, they plow ahead. Plow ahead. Well, somebody's helping them continue to get away with it, right? The only way they get away with it is that someone's allowing them to. And the only way that we can stop it, friends, is that we push back, we use our voices, we share the data and the facts with our friends, family, neighbors who are open-minded and willing to listen. And we have more people not complying because it's like Iceland, they finally decided to get their mess together. Why? Because people were tired of the lies and tired of complying with BS. And listen, that's not all. Let's let them listen to the second part. You guys go with that real quick. Let's let them listen to to, uh, Christopher Cole. Just listen to this.
3: Giving more money, yes, that's great, and it increases the chance of uh, an approval. Well, the dirty is never really publicized. I mean, obviously there's, there's more. Pre- there's more pressure. There's more pressure to approve something. There's almost a billion dollars a year going into FDA's budget from the people we. Um, regulate. A long time ago, uh, Congress approved uh, user fees for FBAs. Uh, basically, we charge the industry millions of dollars in order to hire more drug reviewers and vaccine reviewers, uh, which will speed up the approval process so they make more money. They tone down the impact of the user fees on their operations because they know they're dependent on the drug companies. And the vaccine companies and these other companies for their agency to operate. The drug companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies. So, they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. There's a money the center for uh, Pfizer and the drug companies to um, promote um, additional vaccinations. See, it'll be recurring... Um, Fountain of revenue. If they can get every person required at an annual vaccine, that is a recurring return of um, uh, money going into their the company. Well, I mean, obviously there are some people in the industry which might think more favorably on. Some drug, the drug Sorry. companies mm-hmm. that are in the approval process.
0: Wait, five and a half billion for what? FDA
3: and all these like uh, organizations within FDA. They like started to see all this cash in their eyes. It's like, oh, I, I need to grab some of that. And I think we've gone too far with that. The money gets banked. It's not spent. It's multi-year. And the money gets banked there, and uh, you want to be able to spend it. Spend it on? On whatever you can. Have, whether it's right or wrong. So if you speak out about it, if you see them. you're You're, uh, your you're not going to get to certain levels in government. Better just to stay, stay quiet and accept it.
1: <laughs>
2: Better just to stay quiet and accept it. And this is exactly what we're having. The problem. Problem. The medical community, we got doctors afraid of losing their licenses. We've got pharmacists afraid of of losing their licenses. Attorneys afraid of losing their licenses. Then you just get inside the FDA and these government bureaucracies. And people are afraid to to be whistleblowers there because why? Their livelihood is at stake.
1: It's criminal. If they they spent all these money on all these reviewers, why they need 75 years to show us uh, what they've been reviewing? Uh I bet y'all got some money. We can hire some more. I mean, I want to know what's going on up in there. They could pay me.
2: Hey, well, they could ask (laughs) Walgreens and um, CVS to hand over some of the billions they've made off of these vaccines because we talked about that in the last episode.
1: Right, right.
2: I mean, that's free money. They're not paying for those vaccines. They're just getting paid to administer $40 a shot. Mm -hmm. Come on, come on. This is like insane. But again, again, follow the money. I swear, I feel vindicated from the time (laughs) we started this podcast right more and more vindicated every day our hypotheses continue to be proven true and if we're wrong we'll tell you right just still
0: waiting we're waiting i'm waiting
2: <laughs> <laughs> but just like that guys covid's over we're yeah. now in a war we're now in a war hopefully we'll get these masks off your children we'll get these mandates out of here and there'll be lawsuits that push back that de-incentivize these companies from these what i consider criminal mandates We'll continue to see the truth about what's happening to people with these vaccines and some of the side effects that are there that they don't
0: want to talk about. But in any case, COVID- And if you don't like the policies that your, your governors, your mayors put in place for you and your children over this past couple of years, and all of a sudden they're magically lifted, please don't forget that in the midterms. That's right. Vote. Don't Say forget. So. Say Never so. forget because trust me, It'll yep. come right back around to you. Oh my gosh. That was, there was something
1: called toxic amnesia. I think <laughs> I sent it to y'all. Like, yes. don't, don't forget. Like people, they, they sweep it under the rug and almost make you forget. Or like they're what the they
2: made you They're believe, the heroes. You know? Well, I, we, ever since our parents' generation, we're all in our forties and our parents' generation, you know, they went through Vietnam and then from our generation on, I mean, we saw 9-11 and we, you know, had Gulf Wars, but life was different we've had an easier life than our parents had that their parents had and it's so easy to do what you girls always said y'all did stick your heads in the sand rainbows and unicorns if it's not personally affecting me I'm not concerned about it. But I hope now what more and more of our audience sees and more and more Americans and the world is seeing is we can't afford not to know. And we need to hold these people who are supposed to serve the people. This is supposed to be government for the people, by the people, that we right. hold these people accountable for not leading with integrity, but instead leading with greed and a desire to, to do money grabs and power grabs. We've got to, we, we need to expose this crap and we need to hold them accountable and people should go to prison for this stuff. They
1: True. really should. Absolutely. They really
2: should. And they I should want you perfect. to know biggest lawsuit in history is Pfizer. And nobody went to prison. Go watch the Boeing. Go watch the Boeing documentary on Netflix. Guess what happened? Boeing was found guilty of knowing those planes could go down. And we lost two in a matter of like 10 weeks. They knew it could happen. They did nothing to stop it. And guess what? They got rid of their CEO. And guess what? He got for his severance package 60 million dollars. Nobody Mm -hmm. went to prison for the over 300 lives lost.
1: Wow. Criminal, criminal. We have, it's so screwed up. It's so screwed up. Here's the, here's that quote. Be, beware of quote, toxic amnesia. It's where the toxic person pretends to not remember events or conversations. It's done to create chaos and doubt in the victim. Mm
0: -hmm. Like you're crazy. You ain't crazy. You're not crazy never forget never Never forget forget. what they put us through for the past two years don't forget it
2: go vote and get organized and go vote and from the school boards to the mayors to your town councils you keep these greedy um people i'm gonna clean up what i'm gonna say (laughs) Keep keep these greedy people these selfish greedy people out of our government it is time it is past time
1: yes you could, your vote matters. I mean, there's one thing that we've learned is local. Yep. But local, Start it starts local. there. It yep. starts there. But don't feel like your voice does not matter. Yeah. And if you don't believe
2: that it's local, look how Florida did compared to California over the last two years. Enough said. Look at New York compared to Florida over the last two years. Enough said. Local mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. It, and yeah. thank God we have states' rights because Lord have mercy. Yes. Anyway, all right, girls. I enjoyed it. We'll be back. Hey, guess what, guys? Uh, we I know we normally don't tell who we've got coming, but as Kristen mentioned Dr. Ryan Cole. We get to interview him here, <laughs> <laughs> doing the giddy dance over here. So exciting! <laughs> Y'all don't know who he is. Go oh go, find, go find go him. find him. Yeah, I think I think I first saw him when he said we go don't have. He said, we don't have a flu. We don't have a flu season. We have a vitamin D deficiency season. Remember that? And I was like, oh, this is a guy who understands vitamin D and started following him. And oh my gosh, he has an independent
1: lab. He has an independent lab. He's been looking at this on his own and he has spoken at Senator Johnson, both hearings. He is all over the place. So intelligent. Go look him up. Yep. Yep. (laughs) All right. Stay tuned. We'll talk. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye. Bye. Bye.